They're dead. thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could summon. All the damn vampires. Fire, you're not a robocop! Can you fly, Bobby? Clarence, no! Hit it! Hello, and welcome to A Slice of Cinema with the Blade. I'm your host, Jesse, a.k.a. The Blade, and before I get into this week's episode, I want to apologize for no episode last week, um, and I want to say that I'm going to, so I'm going to cut this down to, uh, I'm going to drop an episode every other week. Um, I actually thought about doing this when I first started. I probably should have. Uh, we My travel schedule with work has been heavy lately with some West Coast, West Coast shows and stuff like that. And and I don't, I don't like when time is an issue when I'm recording these. Like, I kind of want to do, like, quality over quantity. And, uh, like, like, you know, this week's episode is rocky. I'm really excited about this one. So I just I don't like to have to rush. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to do every other week. See how that goes for a while, and uh, hopefully, you know, when things start rocking and rolling, we get back to every week again. Um, all right. So, yes, this week, uh, I am going to talk about the original Rocky, uh, 1976, Sylvester Stallone. It's two hours long. Uh, <laughs> I I love, you know, out of all, all the Rockies, I, I like the original the best. Um, I see a lot of people like number four the best. I think I actually saw number four first when I was a kid. Um, I love number four, but just with the first being the original, I just I just think it's the best. And I like this movie for a lot of different reasons than you know most people like it. Like uh, for instance, you know I've already watched the opening thirty, rewatched the opening thirty minutes. Uh, I like I, I'm way more I'm way more involved in. <clears throat> The opening 30 minutes of this movie, I love the dialogue, the character stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, the fight and everything is great, but like the storytelling of the original rock of the original Rocky 1976 is to me unreal, man. And I'm, I'll just let's just get into it right now. Okay, so the movie starts um, with some real inspirational music. You got a black background, big white letters. It says Rocky. It's you know, it, it, it you've heard it a million. You know, you've heard the song a million times. It's just really cool to think if you were ever seeing that for the first time. Um, cuts right to um, the, these were called. Um, it's a, it's it's a boxing fight. They used to be called smokers. Basically, it's kind of like an indie wrestling show, where it's like a, like an indie like a smaller boxing show. They call them smokers because. Is 1976. Um, everyone in there smoked, so you know you're you're boxing, and you, you you almost couldn't even see. There's just so much smoke everywhere, and you know everyone's just haggling the boxers, all that shit. But so 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 Rocky's fighting. You know, inspirational music. Uh, cut to this dingy. Uh, it's a, it's actually I think it's a church. Yeah, because uh, it's it's this dingy, like smoky. Uh, you know. Uh, basement kind of feel um rocky's fighting spider rico now let me think how to get into this so in in my own pro wrestling matches years back um when i i'm getting a little uh wrestling talk here but you know when i decided i didn't want to be a 
hip toss, arm drag, drop kick, baby face anymore. And I wanted to start doing some more, uh, some more interesting stuff. Um, the way I went about it was, uh, I was, I was trained very, very basic, very old school, and I really enjoy storytelling. And, um, I was always taught, you know, the, the, the bad guy, the heel should throw the first strike because, you know, in wrestling, you're supposed to be wrestling. And then when strikes get thrown, you know, shit's on. So the way I would go about it was, um, you know, I didn't want to just start beating the shit out of the guy right away. So I would have, uh, you know, ding, ding, ding. And I would have the, the heel just get nasty on me right away. Like lock up, you know, go to the corner, you know, he guts me on the break or something. Just, uh, just does something cheap right off the bat. So then I can just start fighting back and I can skip hip tosses and arm drags and all that stuff. And I can just get right to punching and clotheslining and kicking and all that stuff. Um, so what was interesting to me is the opening, um, you know, I, I started doing that about 10 years into my career uh, when I kind of wanted to start coming into more of my own. And, you know, I've always been a big Rocky fan. And it was interesting to then, you know, break down when I, I don't know, probably when I saw this movie for the 151st time, maybe I, start, I started breaking it down. The opening fight with Rocky and Puerto Rico, you know, they're having like a, a good little scrum and, you know, back and forth. And it's, you know, it's it's ugly. It's kind of like a brawl. Because again, it's 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 a smoker, and you know people are throwing stuff and boo all this all this shit. But um, and you know Rocky's character in the movie, he's he's a very he's a very nice like humble humbled guy. Um, but you no, know, when he but when he fights now, you know he's he's having a pretty you know, he's having a pretty good scrum here, this and that. Then Spider Rico headbutts him. Headbutts Rocky and Rocky does he does like a great sell. He goes like 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 you know you know like it hurt him. So Rico gets Spider Rico gets cheap. Headbutts Rocky in the eye and then Rocky just pounds the shit out of him. Just turns it up and just bam 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 and that's how he wins the fight. Now I got signed to um, Impact. It was TNA and then when I got signed in 2016. It was transitioning into impact. Um, I, it was it was cool because that was 2016. I was 36 years old. I started wrestling at 19. My first professional wrestling match uh, was at 19 was in 1999. Ni- uh, 19 years old, and I didn't. You know, impact was like my first like real like like oh i'm actually kind of doing this for like a like a job now and actually like making a little bit of money at it um so signing to impact kind of like helped put me back on the map after you know i like i said i've been, I've been wrestling well over 10 years at that point um so that when i they didn't really give me much of a they changed my name they changed my name to braxton sutter and didn't really give me much of a character so i kind of took it as like I was like oh I'll do like I want to do like an underdog kind of story like like Rocky like you know I got you know I got, I'm getting an opportunity like later you know later in age like you know what I mean I've been fuck I've been wrestling 16 years already um and I uh it was really cool because I I, I did a lot of uh enhancement or extra work at WWE and I got squashed a lot uh, that's all I did there was get squashed. So it was nice uh, when I got signed to Impact. You know they gave they gave me a match where you know it was it was 
it was my enhancement match where I got to, you know, I got to show my shit. And uh, shout out to uh, Sam Adonis for being a good brother and, and coming in and, and doing the deal for me. And, uh, yeah, that's I remember putting that over to the agent. I was like, hey, man, like, you know. It, it, like you know just like I want to do like this underdog thing and just like Rocky like I want to have him get nasty on me first and then I'll turn it up and then I you know I never it took me a while when I put all this stuff together I was like oh wow I did that a long time ago and then I kind of I wonder if I got that from Rocky I don't know but <laughs> so it was a that's my big breakdown of like the opening fight it's 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 you know it has uh parlayed itself into my life much like a lot of this movie has. Uh, so, you know, Rocky wins his fight. It's super cool, man. He just, like, he wins the fight, and he goes to leave back to the locker room, and he tries to bum a smoke off a guy in the audience, and the guy literally just gives him his half-smoked cigarette, and Rocky takes it. You know, just this, like, athlete sweaty, smoking this half-used cigarette now. And uh, him and, you know, him and Spider Rico are in the same locker room, and they're buddying up and talking. Rocky gets, you know, he gets paid dog shit. Um, but man, now, now we're going, now we're going right into probably like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. One of my favorite scenes of the movie, um, Rocky goes home from the fight by himself to his, his little like dingy apartment and you, you get to meet his turtles cuff and link. He lives by himself. It's a very small place, not very clean. He obviously doesn't have a lot of money. Um, you know, Rocky's talking to Cuff and Link. He he, he puts a, he puts on a record, which is playing very scratchy, like slow. So I'm, I'm, I, I think I got it. I think I could play it here in a second. But um, so he, uh, you know, Rocky's like he's winding, you know, he's winding down from getting home and all this stuff. And then he he looks over in the mirror. So there's there's just the I don't even know if anybody I, I don't I, you know I I've, I've showed it to my wife a bunch of times of course because she has to listen to all my craziness <laughs> but uh, I I don't know if I've ever like heard of anybody else talk about this scene. Um, Rocky gets home and he's he's you know he's putting all the shit away and then he looks in the mirror and he has you know he has like some uh, pictures of his his parents in the mirror some pictures of himself and he's a kid and he's like looking in the mirror and he's talking to himself about like like turtle food or something and then he finally just like ah who cares and then you just hear the like scratchy soft music playing in the background here let me see if I can uh it's real low but just he's just staring in the mirror scene's getting real long real real dark (laughs) It's, it's a real dark scene It's just, it's just Rocky staring in the mirror, dead serious. He's got, you know, his face is all busted up from the fight. He's got his, his eye, he got headbutted in the eyebrow. He's got that tape shut. Um, you know, he's all, he's all welted up and he's just staring at himself in the mirror with that music playing. And he's looking at a picture of himself when he was a little kid. And it's, I mean, they never, I mean, they don't really touch on that in like any other Rocky movies, like, you know, Rocky as a kid or like Rocky's parents or anything. And it's. It's, you know, you, I don't know. There's a lot of different things you could be thinking there. Like why he's staring at himself in the mirror. Is he like disgusted? Is he not happy where he's at in his life? Is he, you know, what is it? I don't know. But it's, it's a super, like, that's the kind of shit I think that separates this movie from a lot of others. It, you know, it's not, it's not just a boxing movie. There's, there's a lot of cool shit in here. Um, so there's the really cool, there's a really cool apartment scene. 
Uh, and then Rocky. So what Rocky does for a little, because this whole first half hour is just like, is just character stuff. And, and it's so good. Uh, Rocky goes to his quote unquote, like job where basically he's like, uh, what do they call those guys? Like knuckle busters or something. Basically like, uh, you know, he, 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 he he has a he has a boss who pays him to collect money from people and you know his his boss is one of my favorite characters in the entire movie the entire series um rocky has, so rocky's supposed to go and break this guy's thumb but rocky's a super nice guy he's, he's just too nice of a guy and this guy's like, i'm sorry i don't have any money so rocky gets some money out of him um, he goes. His boss's his boss's name is Mr. Gazzo, uh, also the same actor that played Maniac uh, in the movie Maniac, which I've never even finished watching because it's so dark. <laughs> it's, Maniac is 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 crazy, but uh, same actor plays Mr. Gazzo. His uh, his very like his very like uh, uh, overly Italian boss, and. Mr. Gazzo was mad because Rocky didn't get all the money and he didn't break this guy's thumb like Rocky told he, he told Rocky to break the guy's thumb and Rocky didn't do it so so Mr. Mr. Gazzo picks up Rocky uh, he has a driver so there's a driver Mr. Gazzo's in the the um, passenger seat and Rocky's in the back and they're driving and Mr. Gazzo's like telling him um Hey, you know, you got to go meet this. You got to see this other guy, Del Rio. He's behind. He's behind about three weeks. Rocky pulls out like little like reading glasses and a little notepad. And he's like, okay, okay. Uh, three weeks. Uh, how do you spell Del Rio? <laughs> Like it's just it's the it's the best shit, and the the driver hates Rocky. He's giving him a whole bunch of shit that he's a loser. Uh, Mr. Gazel starts giving Rocky a hard time because he didn't break the guy's thumb, and then like at the end of the scene, like you know the boss like yells at Rocky and he's like, "All right, Rocky, you know I, I like you, but just you got to do better." And he walks away, and, and again Rocky goes, "Hey, how do you spell Del Rio?" <laughs> the boss the boss just goes, "Look it up, Rock." It's, it's, it's the Rocky character is. Fuck, he's the best man. Um, so what's uh, oh, it, it, as as Rocky is like you know walking the streets to to look for this guy to break his thumb. Uh, he walks past a bunch of guys and he goes uh, and they go like, "Hey, Rock, did you have a fight? How'd you do? Did you win?" And he goes, he goes, "Oh yeah, it was great. You should have seen me." I uh, so you know I was an uh, I was an independent wrestler for almost twenty years. Um, and I was a bartender at the Buffalo airport for about 10 years. And, you know, every Monday I would come to work and people knew that I had like wrestling shows over the weekend and, and, and you know, it's, it's pro wrestling and they'd always be like, Oh, did you win? Which I just think is the funniest question in pro wrestling. But, uh, uh, I would always say the same thing. I would always go, yeah, I always win. Oh, you should have seen me. It was great. Like <laughs> I just totally steal it from Rocky because it's just, you would get the same, I'd get the same fucking questions like every Monday. But uh, bah, bah, bah. oh, then uh, Rocky he goes and he meets Adrian, which is you know it's 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 a big part of the movie. Um, then he goes to then he goes to his um where he trains and he 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 meets his manager Mickey for the first time, which I'm I'm hoping everybody listening to this kind of knows what Rocky is and who Mickey is. Dude, the very first thing Rock walks up to Mickey like the first introduction to the character Mickey, and Mickey just turns to him and goes, "Shut up." <laughs> He's like training somebody. <laughs> it's great, but like uh, another, like just another one of my small favorite parts is when. So when Rocky walks into the the boxing gym, 
he finds out that he lost his locker. Um, Mickey gave his locker to somebody else. So Rocky's not happy about it. He goes over to Mickey. Him and Mickey are like are yelling at each other back and forth. And uh, Mickey basically tells him, like, you're a loser. And the guy I gave your locker to, this guy's like an actual contender. And then like, <laughs> and then like, so Rocky like goes to like, finally like walk away, like kind of bummed out. And the guy who took his locker is in the ring fighting. And he just stops and goes, hey, yo, Rock. I dig your locker, man. <laughs> it's just like the worst insult. And then, like, Rocky just has to, like, hang his head and, like, walk away. It's, like, so sad. <laughs> but uh, uh, then uh, that was uh, basically, and then, like, you know, and then you're getting into Apollo. And uh, I will now go get into uh, the second half of the movie. And I just watched another 30, maybe almost 45 minutes of the movie. So they introduce you to Apollo, um, you know, the guy Rocky's going to fight at the end of the movie, uh, heavily, heavily influenced by Muhammad Ali. And uh, Carl, I mean, Carl Weathers just plays Apollo Creed perfectly. Yeah, he's 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 so good and so entertaining. Um, but basically, so so Apollo finds out that uh, the guy he's supposed to fight is injured and Apollo um, finds an underdog named the Italian Stallion and wants to put on like a spectacle. While that's going on, um, Rocky goes on a date with Adrian. Um, Rocky's uh, Rocky's boss, Mr. Gazzo, finds out that Rocky is, is has a date. It's cool because it's just like, you know, this is before cell phones. It's just like, you know, the word on the street. Like, Mr. Gazzo just found out that Rocky was going on a date from the streets of Philadelphia and gave Rocky some money. And then, uh, so, what, uh, what's been coming up a lot, um, I've just seen like this recently, and I never really put this together, um, is, I think it might have popped up on TikTok. Um, uh, the drive, uh, Mr. Gazzle's driver, who doesn't like Rocky and gives him a hard time, uh, he screams out to Rocky, uh, hey, why don't you take her to the zoo? And um, if you think about it, Rocky doesn't take her to the zoo. He takes her ice skating and all this stuff. But then in part two, when he gets engaged to Adrian, he takes her to the zoo to get engaged to her. <laughs> so that's kind of like where that came from, which is kind of which is kind of cool. Um so Rocky goes on a date. Um, they they go. He takes her ice skating, and just one of my favorite parts of their date is Adrian doesn't talk much, and like Adrian or, uh, Rocky's just talking about himself and boxing and all this stuff, and, and just blabbing on forever. And then finally, Adrian goes, uh, "Can I ask you something?" And he goes, "Yeah." And she goes, "Why do you want to fight?" And he goes, "Cause I can't sing a dance." Hey yo, <laughs> I've always I always loved that part. And uh, and also what I, I realized what I was trying to say earlier what I was trying to say earlier I think I said like knuckle breaker or something. Rocky is a, he's a leg breaker. That's what um that's what they tech, that's what he's technically known as a, as a leg breaker because he he works for uh, Mr. Gazzo is a loan shark. He, Rocky works for a loan shark. Um, so after the date, um, uh, Rocky goes to the boxing gym and find, and they're like, Hey, Mickey's looking for you after, you know, Mickey had just got done yelling at him, telling him he's a piece of shit. So he goes and finds Mickey. Mickey says, Hey, there was some guy looking for you here from Apollo Creed's office, whatever, you know, they're probably looking for sparring partners for Apollo Creed. 
they you know they think they think it's like a sparring partners um situation so rocky gets the car and says yeah yeah they're probably looking for sparring partners <laughs> and, and mick goes i just said that and they just start screaming at each other uh this is like it's it's man like honestly watching this just now like seeing how like they they first introduced like Rocky and Mickey's relationship and like how toxic it is. Like they scream at each other and Rocky's like, he's like, I want to know why you always give me a hard time. And Mickey's screaming at him. Tell me, yeah, because Mickey tells him you could have, you, you had it to be a good fighter, but you became a, a but you became a leg breaker. And he calls him a, a cheap second rate loan shark. <laughs> and uh, and Rocky, there's like a slight pause and Rocky just goes, it's a living. <laughs> Mickey screams, "It's a waste of life!" It's a, it's, it's, it's a super cool back and forth. Um, but then basically, Rocky goes, uh, he t- he takes the card, he goes to the office, he thinks he's getting a chance to be a sparring partner for Apollo Creed, uh, and the gentleman tells him that no, no, this. You know, Apollo saw you and likes you and wants to fight you. And, you know, it's 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 almost kind of sad because the guy really lays it on thick to Rocky. And he's like, Rocky, how, you know, how would you like to fight the heavyweight champion of the world? And Rocky just looks really sad. And he just says no. And he's, you know, he just says, like, I'm a club fighter. I'm a ham and I'm a, he calls himself a ham and egger, which is one of my favorite terms. Um, ham and egger or ham sandwich is a good one, too. Um <laughs> Uh, so, you know, Rocky's, it's just, it's just very sad. He just doesn't want to do it, but the, the, the guy ends up talking him into it. So then cut to Rocky gets this huge opportunity. They show him on the new, <laughs> they show him on the news where, um, it's a little like, basically they, they show Rocky sitting on a little couch with Adrian and, uh, her, her, uh, alcoholic brother, Rocky's friend, uh, Paulie. And they're, they're sitting there eating these, like, crappy little TV dinners, and they're watching Rocky on the news. So they do the big announcement that, um, you know, Apollo, the heavyweight champion Apollo is going to fight, is going to fight a hometown hero, uh, you know, Rocky Balboa and um, in Philadelphia. And, like, and then Rocky's just, like, in the background. And then finally, uh, finally they get, you know, they get Rocky up front. He gets to talk, he gets to talk a little bit, and... Um, He's, he's like shouting. He's like shouting out to his girlfriend, just like, just like it's. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, it's 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 a it's a pretty good little scene of, of Rocky on the local television, and uh, shouting out to his girlfriend. And then they they kind of like push him. They kind of like push him off to the side. And he starts getting mad. I, I love scenes when Rocky gets mad. But um, you know, Rocky. So Rocky gets this huge opportunity. Um, then um, then uh, Mickey comes to vi- then Mickey comes to visit Rocky at his apartment. Um, this is a have probably the heaviest one of the best scenes of the movie. Um, now it's it's weird for me to watch this scene because uh, I've. I take acting classes, and when I took the my beginner's acting class, you have to at the at the end of the at the end of the trial or whatever you want to call it. Um, at the end of it, you have to do a monologue, and one of the monologues I did was Rocky's monologue from this scene uh, when he's screaming at Mickey, which is strange because it's actually improv. Um, so I've just I've I've seen this you know obviously. You know, from doing the scene, I watched it a lot. I've just I've seen this scene so many times, and obviously I know it word for word. But um, 
I, I, I'd like to say that, you know, one day I'll, I'll put that audition online. Probably never going to happen. No one's ever going to see that ever. <laughs> that was that was practice. Um, anyways, so Mick comes to visit Rocky at his apartment. And basically what it is is, you know, now Rocky has this huge opportunity. And now after Mickey's already screamed at Rocky twice, he's coming to Rocky and asking him to be his manager because he wants to because he's saying he wants to help him because he's saying Mickey's saying when he was a young fighter, he never had a manager. And, you know, he wishes he had somebody to help him. But Rocky, like Rocky already like he's already had a couple people try to come up to him and try to like leech off of him. He's already said, he said, nobody cared about me yesterday, so I'm just going to train myself. So, you know, Mickey's in his apartment, and it's 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 a weird scene because Mickey's, like, almost trying to sell himself on Rocky, and Rocky's just not paying attention. Rocky starts throwing darts at a dartboard. He's, like, reading bills. And then finally, like, Rocky just tells Mick, like, no, like, you know, you, you didn't care about me, Mick. Like, no, it's it's, it's too late. And then Mickey, uh, you know, it's it's weird because, like, Mickey's, you know, Mickey's old, and he's saying, like, this is, this is one of his last shots too you know at, at, at anything and Rocky just says he doesn't care and then you know Mick like walks out like this like very like sad like disappointed old man and as he's walking down the stairs um, Rocky comes out of the he was kind of like hiding from Mickey in a, in, a, in a bedroom until Mickey left Rocky comes out and just starts screaming and it's it's so good so good I mean it's improv that's why it's so good but he's just, he's just you know, Rocky's just he, basically he's saying everything to Mickey that he's always wanted to say to him, but he's, he's not saying it to his face because Mickey's like far, he's like walking away. So Rocky just starts screaming, and he's like, and he's, <laughs> he's like, what the craziest part. He's like, he's like, what's the matter? You don't like my apartment? It stinks. Yeah, it stinks in here. And he's like slapping the door, and and it's just, it's it's awesome. It's very it's very emotional, and it's 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 a, it's very powerful. Then Rocky runs out. Um, you know. At, he gets the rock base. Rocky gets that off his chest, runs out, grabs Mickey, and 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 asks him to be his his manager. But man, when he when he's that monologue, when he's screaming, it stinks in here, and <laughs> nobody wanted to help him yesterday, and it's it's awesome. Uh, what I so what I again with uh, what I was saying like with with earlier with like with impact, um, the Rocky movie to me is just very. It's 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 very similar to to my own. I mean, I, I I hold it similar to my own story. You know, again, I you know I moved away to wrestling school in 1999, uh, trained and had my first match later that year. Um, I you know my goal in pro wrestling was always I wanted to be able to make a living at wrestling. Sorry, I forget to drink water. Excuse me. I wanted to be able to financially make a living at wrestling, like, you know, comfortably be a wrestler, like not like living in my parents' basement and like I can't afford insurance, but like, oh, but I can wrestle for a living. Like, no, like, you know, a, a comfortable living as a wrestler. Um, and I did not accomplish that goal until 39 years old. I got signed to All Elite Wrestling in 2020. Um, I've gotten slack for this before. When I bring up the impact stuff, um, this is no knock on impact at all. It's just financially impact was not a full-time job for me. Um, I was also personal training and like Uber driving and that, that just wasn't my goal. I want, like I said, I wanted to be able to financially comfortably make a living for me 
and my family and through wrestling. And I I was able, nobody can take that from me. That's the one thing I can say, man. It's really fucking cool. I did it. Like it it took me it took me about twenty years as a starving artist, as an independent wrestler. And I find like I I just I wasn't subconsciously, man, I had to have I had to have believed in myself because I stuck with it and I just I wasn't gonna stop until I until I was able to just until I was able to make that until I was able to accomplish that goal and make a living. And I fucking did it. And you know, I just I just wanna say like it the like the hardest some of the hardest times for me was like stuff people don't think about is like, you know, when I'm I'm over thirty years old, I've been independent wrestling for over ten years. Um, you know, I'm living in my hometown. So, you know, a lot like most other people my age are, are on a very different path. You know, a lot of the uh going to the grocery store and a lot of the like, oh, hey, are you still doing that wrestling thing question? And, you know, like those were, those were really tough years, man. Like later, later on. And and because I just, I I just, I knew, I knew a lot of people and people close to me had like written me off and just, you know, just thought at this point I was just doing, because I just, I wasn't doing it for a hobby. I just, I was never doing it for a hobby. I always was serious about it and I always wanted to do it for, for a fucking living. And fuck, man, it took a long time, but it, uh, and the, 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 it never got easy. It was, it was tough, but yeah, that, uh, that, like I said, that 20 year, that 20 year starving artist grind for me was, uh, is very similar to the Rocky story. Like I said, in you know, in this movie, basically he's getting, he's getting his shot at 30 years old where he's supposed to, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, he's, he's a club fighter he's been clubbing he's been fighting for a long time he's kind of banged up he's past his prime and you know i'm not you know i same thing about myself like i i'm i i look at stone cold steve austin as very as high inspiration because he was doing his best stuff and his body was past his prime and you know same with me i'm, I'm 42 years old you know what i mean i can't i can't say my body is healthier now than when it was when i was 26 you know what i'm saying but uh, it's it's just I'm very happy and I'm very grateful that I still get to do what I love to do. Uh, shit, really went off track here. <laughs> um, it uh, so it's, yeah. So now at this point, it's basically like Rocky. He just he just started training. He uh, just you know just woke up in the morning. Just. Uh, cracked woke up like not even light outside yet uh wakes up cracks some uh uncooked eggs into a cup and drinks them which just like literally like for health reasons just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever but it's it's great man it was it's so smart like that's such good shit for a movie like wake up first thing in the morning drink raw eggs and then go for a run like in, in the 70s yeah that, that that shit made sense like and that, that it's 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 a it's a very cool movie gimmick um yeah that's that's where i just left off and, and rocky's on his runs but uh all right let's uh let's get to uh the finish here all right and i just finished rocky and like i said i i think i said this already i i'm definitely m- much like deep diving into it this much i'm definitely much more invested in the beginning the uh the you know the the storytelling stuff uh 
much more invested in that. The second half, like I feel like, you know, everybody knows, yeah, the training parts are awesome. The fight is awesome. Like, you know, that's Rocky's known for the training montages and the fight. Like, that's obviously really good. <clears throat> there was a part, though, where uh, it was just before the scene when Rocky starts punching the meat for the first time. Um, Paulie is talking to Rocky about dating his sister, Adrian. And he's trying to ask Rocky, like, what he likes about her because he doesn't see it, blah, blah, blah. And Rocky just goes, I don't know, we fill gaps. And he goes, I got gaps. She's got gaps. Together we fill gaps. <laughs> my buddy, uh, shout out Tom Grease. My buddy, my buddy Tom Grease actually pointed that line out to me, how good it is. <laughs> um then uh, before the fight, a uh, really cool scene to me, too, is Rocky goes um, he goes to the auditorium the night before the fight just to, like, take everything in. And there's a huge, uh, a huge, just a huge picture of Rocky hanging down. There's a huge picture of Rocky, huge picture of Apollo. And Rocky's picture, his, uh, the, 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 his shorts are wrong. Um, and he, and the, the promoter guy is there. Rocky even says to the guy, hey, hey, like, um, you know, I'm wearing white pi- uh, white pants with a red stripe. And, you know, that, that's got it reversed. And the guy, the, the guy just kind of smiles at him and takes a second and just goes, it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, I'm sure you're going to give us a good show. Like, as in saying, like, all right, Rocky, like, you know, it's, we, we, we've gotten this far. Like, it doesn't, you know. That little detail doesn't really matter. Just go home and relax, and, you know, tomorrow's going to be a good time. You know, tomorrow's going to be whatever it is. But, um, for, you know, Rocky kind of picks up on that vibe and goes home and lays down with Adrian. And even says, like, he, he says, like, he tells her, like, he knows he can't win. And he says he's just, like, he just wants to be able to go to the distance. And holy shit, that just, like... I don't know. That just kind of hits me. I mean, I do have some. <laughs> I do have some edibles. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 really making me think. Yeah, like Rocky just wants to go the distance, and I mean, like I said, for me, it was fucking twenty years. Like I just wanted, I just wanted to get there, man. I I just wanted to get there to where I could make some money, and uh, <laughs> and Rocky. Uh, you know, he tell, he just tells Adrian like that. That's it. Like I, I just want to be able to go the distance. And um, yet another way to tie this into myself, um, Rocky. So the whole the, the the to me the whole coolness of the fight is that like Rocky says he knows he can't win, but he that's his whole thing is that he has heart. He has heart, and he, he so he you know. Apollo can hit him as many times as he wants. He's, he, he's always going to get back up. He's not going to stop until, you know, the referee physically stops him or, or whatever happens. Um, and <clears throat> I, I went to, um, I went to Japan in 2010. So at that point, I've been wrestling for about 10 years. I was 30 years old. Um, I went to train at Z- uh, Zero One, which was more of like an independent promotion in Japan at the time. Um, the now dojo training in Japan is just known for being very harsh. Um, I was 30 years old. Like even when I got there, I could tell the guy like. Uh, the the guy running the show was kind of like, holy shit! Like we didn't put an age limit on this thing. Like, oh, I, I didn't know this. The thirty year old guy was going to show up. Like they were expecting like kids in their like young twenties, which there was. Um, but 
based like I mean, I remember right out the gate, it was we did 300 squats, um, and then we and then we uh, widened our feet into I think it was like 300 more sumo squats. I mean, that was and that was nothing. It was just it was the training was fucking intense, and I was 30 years old, and I like you know, and the the, the, the training was. I learned the training was so hard, like there's no way you could really prepare for it. And that was the thing, like the, the trainers, like they just wanted to see you just weren't like, I just told myself, it's like, just don't stop, you know, whether, you know, whether, you know, whatever you're doing, like, just don't stop. Like, you know, if we're squatting and they're going and I can't, I know I'm slowing down, like, just don't stop. Just don't just keep going. Whatever you're doing, just keep going. And that was and like Rocky was like the same thing. It's like heart. It's like, you just keep, you just keep going. And, that, that, and that's the way I, I got through. I got through the whole thing. Cause there was no way I could have possibly trained myself for that. There's, there's just, there's no way. <laughs> but, but so, uh, yeah, so same. So, you know, Rocky just, he puts as much heart as he can into the fight and that's, he, he and he, that he does it. He doesn't win the fight, but he goes the distance, which is like the cool, it's a fucking very cool finish to a movie. Damn, what a good movie. Um, I talked about myself a lot in that one. <laughs> um, okay, so don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Give us five stars. Your comments and ratings will help us grow as a podcast. Please and thank you. Always feel free to reach out to me at an email at a slice of cinema podcast at gmail.com. Uh, my Twitter is at Blade of Buffalo. My Instagram is at the Blade of Buffalo. And I'm looking into uh, booking another watch along movie very soon. And two movies off the top of my head I'm thinking about are Die Hard and T2. But I'm just, I'm just thinking, just thinking. All right, I'm just talking out loud now. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. Enjoy. Start the number, please. Hey, everybody! I have a special guest here. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, friends. Uh, my wife, Laura Ailey, the bunny. Um, we're gonna do a, a, a nice little uh, surprise uh, horror movie review here. We just went and saw Megan, so we're gonna talk about that. But very quickly. I just got done talking about Rocky, and you love Rocky. I do love Rocky. Yeah. When I saw Rocky Four for the first time, I think I was 20, mm -hmm. and it was during winter, and then I woke up at 5 a.m. I don't know if I ever told you that. Oh, yeah, to run in the snow. And to run in the snow. Yeah, yeah I did that for a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think at this point, I think we've watched all of them together. I think so. Maybe not five. Maybe not five. I usually skip five on yeah. my rewatches. <laughs> uh, um, I love Rocky. But, yeah, the original is... Uh, Special place in my heart. They're all great. I even like Rocky Balboa. That's I love speech. Rocky Balboa. When I when I need to pick me up, that's that's like when I do. For a while, when I was doing rewatches of it, I would I would usually do rewatch Rocky Balboa. It's great, and um, Milo Ventimiglia is in it. He was also in Gilmore Girls. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Megan, um, I seriously, I fucking absolutely loved it. Like I, I was really, I was really blown away. I liked it a lot. I liked it. Yeah. it. It was really fun. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the best way I can describe it, is it was a super fun, like, horror thriller, uh, kind of mix of both. I'm, like, I'm getting worried that, like, I might have liked it a lot more than everybody else did, because, like, I really liked it. Yeah, like, but I understand why you liked it. It was really good. Yeah, like, no, um, you know, I don't want to spoil it, because uh, it's fresh, but, um, like, it... 
to me, it just it has so many like. It's like the Terminator. It's like Ex Machina. It's like uh, Child's, Child's Play. Play. Yeah. It's it's got like a it's got like a lot of like vibes like that. And yeah, like, like kind of like homages to and, uh, 90s and 80s. And I, I do want to say that going into it, I never even saw a trailer. I just saw a picture. Same, same. Um, the I marketing did. the marketing was top tier because that picture was everywhere. Yeah. Um, I oh forget what I'm saying here. Um, the marketing was good, and you didn't watch the trailer. I didn't watch I the trailer did, either. Yeah, and I like. I just. I really. I'm really glad I didn't. We didn't watch any of the trailer or anything. I'm glad that you convinced me to go because, to be honest, I really wasn't that interested in it. It just didn't look like something that I wanted to see for some reason. Just yeah. just judging by the picture. I don't know why. I just, I saw the picture and I kept hearing good things about it. The only things I did hear, I don't, I don't want to like ruin it for anybody. Yeah, so no like, spoilers. yeah, like it's just, uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed it and I'm good. Like with the me, like maybe liking it too much, like <laughs> I'm excited to watch it back too, because I took edibles before, <laughs> before we went <laughs> and they kicked in. At the beginning, there's at least a, a good like ten minutes of the movie. I don't know what happened. <laughs> can, I, can I just can I just tell them something that I thought was really funny? I think I know what you're gonna say. At one point, you had to go to the bathroom, yeah. and so you got up to go, and when you came back, I could see you passed me and walked all the way down, and then you walked back up, and then you decided, no, no, I'm further down, and then you turned around and went back, and then you came back to the seat. And it just threw me off because, I like, I, I wasn't prepared for, like, it was, like, super bright. And then when I got in the theater, it was pitch black. And I was like, oh, I don't know where we're sitting at all. Oh, I could see it was, like, your your boots. <laughs> I, I, I remember, like, going back and forth a bunch. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But um, I was going to say, not only was the movie fun, I felt like uh, our gal, I forget her name, like, the aunt in the city, mm-hmm. the, uh, the guardian. Mm-hmm. Gemma. I think her name was Gemma. Yeah. You're not going to ruin anything, are you? No, I won't spoil it. But I thought that the way that they presented her was very accurate to somebody that doesn't have children and doesn't want children and doesn't know what to do with a child. Like, I thought that they depicted that really well. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people probably will see it and think that she was an asshole. But, and yeah, like, she definitely was an asshole. But I think, like... It's, it's true to life. If I didn't, you, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. You know, if you don't, because I don't want kids, obviously, you know that. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with kids at all. Like, you know, I'm, <laughs> neither, great, neither I'm, I'm, I'm great with my niece, but uh, I just, I, I, I weirdly could relate to her not really knowing how to navigate that and being yeah. in shock as well. I think she was in shock for a lot of the movie. That was the, uh, that was the, so like the parts that I missed <laughs> when I, later in the movie, like I, I, I yeah, like their relationship, I, it took me a second to figure out. Like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, but I mean, like, we are reviewing it, so I feel like. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's. Yeah, it's so I, new. Like, but I also don't want to forget to say this. Like, I'm sure you've noticed. I've been listening to the soundtrack for about every. <laughs> basically, we saw it Friday, and it's Monday. I've it is a good soundtrack. It. It's yeah. a really, it's a really cool soundtrack. It, the the movie just has really cool vibes to it. I like I. It, 
Megan really caught me by surprise. It was it was really really good. Yeah, I thought the CG was really well done too. Yeah, and we don't like CG. And yeah, we don't like CG. And I thought that was really well done. It's fucking cool. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. Also, like I didn't know that until after. And yeah, that's uh because there really isn't blood. Like they're a little bit, but they're and and it's not even like. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like if you don't even like. You know, you yeah. you don't even notice. You don't notice going. that it's yeah. missing because it's done so well. Yeah, I thought it was. I totally thought it was R-rated. Yeah, and honestly, like it really reminded me of Ex Machina, like a lot. Yeah, the big time, but also so Child's, a, Child's yeah, Play too. I mean, there was a lot of yeah, a lot of West. like the Terminator for sure, a hundred percent. There was a lot of things about it that I thought they got right. It was funny. It was re- like the comedic timing. It was great. It was really funny, yeah, but like, also uh, super dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I I will say this. I was rooting for a child to die in that movie, and I'm kind of embarrassed <laughs> to say that out loud. <laughs> you guys will know what I'm talking about when you see it, for sure. Uh, not to switch subjects too much, but, like, so we've done that twice now. We, we just watched Megan, and then we watched The Menu on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. In both movies, we went, like, just to quickly wrap it up, like, both movies we we went into like not watching the trailer, not knowing anything about it, and like I like I really want to try and do that more. That was like it, I it, never watch trailers. This no, is you, you're the one that you're the one that got me on the yeah. kick of it. But yeah, the menu is it. on HBO Max right now, and it's fuck. It was it's really good. It's good. I was I had no idea what that movie was going to be about, and if it ended you, up being really good. If you work in the entertainment business. You will really enjoy the menu. Yeah, or, or if I think if you're a, a, a cook or a chef or a sous chef, I think you'll appreciate it. Yeah, too. I mean, I, but like I mean, any form, of any like form of art, any, artistic, any form of art, art where you're being heavily critiqued. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. you'll have an appreciation for it. Yes. Um, and and real quick, can I just say one more thing that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with either movie? Yeah. Uh, there was a trailer for the new Scream when we went to see Megan. Oh. And if you guys, I don't watch trailers, but obviously, you know, we're in a theater. You can, I'm not going to close my eyes to watch it, you know. It it looks so good. It's set in New York City. It does look really cool. It looks so fucking cool. And I don't know what it is about horror movies set in New York City. Like, I love Jason... Uh, Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan? Is that it? Jason Takes Manhattan? Yeah. I fucking love it. And he's only in Manhattan for, like, two minutes. But yeah. it's such a bomb-ass... Yeah. scene, you know what I mean? Or like it reminds me of American Werewolf in London when yeah. the werewolves in London. Anyways. Even like American Psycho like a lot yeah. of city movies. Something about it being in like a big city and like a monster. Mm. Oh, I, I can't fucking wait. I'm so just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, boo. Hey, yeah. Anytime you need me to do a review. As long as you come and do a review with me. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Deal. I like these little surprises once in a while. Hell yeah. Alright, everybody. Thank you. Bye.